Welcome to Sonoma Ashram's podcast, Sunday Satsang with Babaji. With great love and respect in my heart, I welcome you to this beautiful morning, your morning time, where I am is the evening time. I'm sure Shannon told you that I am at Bal Ashram right now. Before we begin, wherever you are, just take a moment to settle down, get comfortable, straighten your spine and open your shoulders. Close your eyes, lighten your mind. Invite that calming, cooling sensation in your eyes. Relax your facial muscles, neck, shoulders, spine, soften your belly and get grounded, grounded. Watch the breath rising from that grounding towards your heart. As you breathe out, attention comes back to the navel. This vertical movement of your attention with each breath. Breathing in from navel to the heart, breathing out back to the navel. Maintaining that calmness in your eyes, gentleness on your face. Pause the breath for a moment. Just pause it wherever it is. Immediately your attention goes to the heart, heartbeat. Feel the ripples of joy rising from your heart. Before you stress, release the breath. After a couple of more breaths, pause it again. Ripples rising from the heart, spreading all over your body 
and going beyond. Release the breath. Now we take our attention to the third eye, center of the forehead. Keep breathing in and out. And then pause the breath. Think about your eyes being absolutely still. Mind rests in the center of the forehead. Release the breath before you develop any stress. And pause again when you are ready. Your eyes acquire that stillness and mind rests in the center of the forehead. Release the breath. Keep your attention right at the center of the forehead. Think of bright white light emerging from the depth of your consciousness. And slowly we relax and open our eyes. <clears throat> Thank you for taking this time to be here. First of all, I would like to pay my respect to the Divine Mother in the form of technology that enables us to gather like this Here I am sitting on the bank of the river Ganga, looking at you sitting in your own temples. Today is a day of festival here. There is actually, they find any excuse to celebrate in India. So today is the, people are bathing in the river, offering their prayers by the river, and it's a worship to the sun and for good health. I'm not going to describe what they're celebrating, just know they're celebrating. And celebration comes in many forms in, in India. 
Loud music is the first. Then comes fireworks. Then the dogs get excited. Humans get even more excited. And the energy just begins to amp up. And everybody's trying to play their speakers louder. So after celebration comes excitement and the excitement, too much of it can take the form of craziness. It was a little discombobulating for me to be here after coming from Upasana. That is absolute stillness, silence to this. And it feels good just to sit with you and look at you being still, being quiet with a smile on your face. There came a moment I began to notice how what is happening outside, how it affects me individually. The music particularly, I'm not used to loud uh, sounds and a part of me was complaining. That was very real. I couldn't deny it that I'm a Babaji and I'm not disturbed by the sound outside. It was there. I was noticing it. A part of me was telling me I should be able to manage it, maintain my calmness. Then the heat, it's a little warm and muggy. That's another thing that doesn't suit well with me. Then little mosquitoes come, they bite, start biting. All these things happen. We cannot have the world as perfect as we all wish. Then how do we maintain our peace? Usually we like to control outside environment so I can feel comfortable. And when that gets out of control, then what do you do? It reminded me one of Baba's teachings. Go to your own shelter. Go under your own shelter. Even that teaching of Baba can be taken in many, on many levels. But the true shelter that we seek is really only within us. Living this human life, we go through many ups and downs and every day there is something disturbing, something challenging, something uncomfortable. And We have to be able to find respite from it all somewhere. 
And that somewhere is only within to strengthen that ability. We make little effort and that effort is our spiritual practice. That just even remember that I can manage it. I can handle it. If I have that feeling that I can manage it, we don't get washed away. When the, it rises that I can manage it, I don't have to get all worked up about it. Then what I do, the only shelter is our own spiritual practice. And spiritual practice is nothing mysterious, just something very simple, even just to remind myself. It's not worth losing your peace. Find a way to calm yourself down. I was sitting outside. <clears throat> it got so noisy. And I made a little effort to come to my room, close all the doors so sound could stay outside. So I made a little effort, try to change my environment. But after that, it required me to remember what is important for me. I could have sat there and complained about all these senseless people making all these noise, but they were living their own life and they were probably having fun and enjoying it. Instead of complaining about it and being unhappy about it, I tried to manage my own self. This is also a part of a spiritual life that we don't stay focused on what others are doing or what they are not doing, how they're disturbing my peace, as long as I'm looking at outside with this flame, I stay in agitation. When I remove myself from that situation, change the environment, turn the focus towards myself, remember what is important for me, then it all begins to make sense. I'm not saying anything new to you. I'm just reinforcing the importance of our practice or spiritual practice. Because I'm seeing who is in front of me and we all go through this. We all go through this. We get agitated. We get washed away and we get so caught up in our drama that is not only my drama but it could be created by somebody else somebody else's drama then my drama gets mixed up and i totally forget what is important when i came to sonoma this line with my conversations with you one line that came to me that nothing is worth losing 
your peace. And over years, I asked people, there are many sayings of Baba and uh, placards written all over the ashram, which is your favorite one? And guess what? The most favorite teaching that people remember is Babaji. One that really always stays with me is nothing is worth losing my peace. If you don't remember any of the teachings, just remember this one. Each one of us will have our own situations and will have our agitations. But even to remember that, that nothing is worth losing my peace is important. We all know it. We have heard it many times. How often do we really bring it into practice in remembrance? Spiritual practice is all about remembrance. We know it. We know what we have to do. But mind gets into a movement of certain kind and we, it begins to say yes, but that keeps coming back to that. I am mentioning this to you because I ended up practicing today myself. So, even Babaji has to remember and has to practice. Babaji is human, just like you. I have my challenges, just like you have your own challenges. And we are on this journey together. And as long as we keep reminding each other, and hopefully you remind it to the people that you are in, that are in your life. Just see, I hope you find a way to spread this message that you have heard. But spread it in a way without playing holier than thou. You're not preaching, but how do we just take this simple message and say it in a way the person who is listening to it can really listen to it without being preachy. India is a great country for spiritual work because challenges are, challenges are there every moment. And I came in here and the team here, the boys have been working so hard because Babaji is coming after two and a half years. And they had created beautiful um, riverfront. We have some land, nice garden, terrace, and planted beautiful flowers. But just two weeks before Babaji was supposed to come, Mother Ganga came in. There was three feet of water inside the compound. And then everything was finished. And then the water went out. They had to start over the whole process again. They had to live with the disappointment. So it also teaches, this kind of environment always also teaches detachment from your own expectations. They had worked so hard. Baba, you'll be so happy to see this. 
but the Ganga came in and totally took it away. They create nice gardens and just before Babaji is about to come, the army of monkeys will come and devastate everything. The flock of uh, Nilgai, the blue cows, will jump over the garden across the river. They had just planted a whole plantation of fruit trees and everything. The cows came in, ate it. And whatever was left over, the Ganga came in and drowned it. <laughs> it's back to the same old place. So the teaching that we make effort, we try to make a change, but if we are just tied to the, the fruit of it and our happiness depends on the fruit, something else going to affect it. So finding the joy, finding the enthusiasm in creating and doing whatever I can do. And that's, that's the real thing, not the result of it. Babaji didn't get to see it. But Babaji did see it while they were building it. When they said, wow, we have done a great work. It looks nice. Babaji residing in their heart side. Because they saw it what they had done. We have beautiful garden in Sonoma and it's beautiful year long. There are no cows coming to chew on it, no goats, no camels. No flooding fire once in a while, but our garden has never burned down. It stays. We are very lucky in the States in that way that things that we make our effort in, at least we get to keep it for some time and enjoy for some time. And we go keep going through life, something happens. We have lived with somebody for our whole life and then comes time for them to leave. Things happen and everything doesn't stop with that. We keep moving. Just like when the garden was washed away, they started again. Garden, now the new garden is created. Things happen in our life. Something has happened. I feel like stuck. I feel stuck. We have to get up and start creating again, creating our life again. Anyway, I just wanted to greet you from here today. And uh, some, most of, many of you that I see have been here. And it's very different from 10 years ago, 15 years ago, when the boys were small and now they have all grown up into little men, bigger men, young men, I meant, and the girls are getting bigger. And 
sitting outside, I was reflecting on our early days when we had started building this ashram. And there was so much different kind of energy, different kind of enthusiasm, different kind of carefree. Now it's different, very different. And, but it has its own life. I see Mindy here. She was here and her little puppy in the background, I see walking around. And last time Mindy was in Banaras, I think it was the same festival happening. Anyway, just wanted to say hi to you and uh, would love to hear what's on your mind. And I'm sure many of you will have some questions of one kind or another. I'm sitting here to listen to you. Shannon, you can. Thank you, Babaji. Um, please feel free if you'd like to speak with Babaji to let me know via chat. You can also uh, send a comment or question via the chat and I'm happy to relay it to Babaji. Looks like nobody has any questions, so I will start asking questions. There is one, actually, Babaji. Mm -hmm. uh, I just had a relationship breakup. My heart is torn. What can I do to help me heal? Look at your mind. Your mind is always going back to what it could have been, it should have been, maybe feeling guilty or blaming and living with that loss. So mind will go to those events and those moments and situations. Right now, maybe there will be a time that relationship will be mended. But right now, the work is to really come back to yourself. This is the work. Look at the nature of the mind. Where, where is it going? What is it suggesting? What, what, is, what kind of message is coming from there? And what kind of emotion is rising in you? So this is a perfect time to go under your own shelter and take care of yourself. This is time to look at those daily routines very carefully. Nine points of daily routine that the ashram has uh, put out. Spend a little time, even though mind will say, I don't feel like doing, I don't care, I'm devastated. You will stay devastated unless you start making some very concrete positive movement to take care of yourself.
So come back to yourself, take care of your body, take care of your mind, bring in some little new routine of maybe walking, exercising. And when it gets a little bit more settled, something will happen. But please do not let go of your self-care. And self-care is the first step to return to yourself. Take care of your body, take care of your mind. Thank you, Babaji. There's a couple more questions. Uh, this one is, hi, Babaji. Right now, my father is in end-of-life care. He can't speak or open his eyes, but he can hear us. I'm just sitting here with him, holding his hand, relaying beautiful memories. Is there any mantra I can chant for him? Mantras are many, depending on which mantra you are familiar with. One mantra to give him a little peace is Mahamrityunjay Mantra. Trayambakam yajamahe sugandhim posti vardhanam purvarukamiva vandhana mrityor mokshi mamritat. It's Maha, M-A-H-A, Mrityunje, M-R-I-T-U-N-J-A-Y mantra. Google it. You'll find all kinds of things on YouTube, people singing it in various ways. You could even have that mantra playing in the background very silently, very slow, slowly. It changes the vibration of the, in the room. And while touching, holding, sitting next to your father, um, you could even send out some messages that even you don't have to speak it, you are thinking about positive messages. You have had a full life, we have had a great life, whatever disagreements and all those things we have had, now it's time to free yourself from that. I free you from my expectations and expectations are related to the worldly things, but now you're ready to move into another dimension where only pure self, pure Atma enters. So these kind of higher things. And so pay attention to what kind of thoughts are even going in your mind. Mahamritunja Mantra is a good mantra. And if you are, you have received a mantra, you can do your mantra job. What is very helpful, uh, if in the very last moment that you see the, the time of leaving is very near, um, the most important message that you want to give to him, uh, just holding a drop of water in a spoon, just Charging that with that thought, just put that drop in his mouth. Water is a very uh, powerful medium. And 
if the drop of water goes in his mouth with that intention, the thought that you have charged it with, it just goes to every single cell of his body. So these kind of things you can do. My prayers are with your father's spirit. Thank you, Papaji. There are two questions for you about India. One is, uh, how is it to be back in India? And then a question about how are the young men at the ashram? Mm -hmm. For me, coming back to India is um, always, I notice unconsciously some part of me relaxes. And I can't tell you what relaxes, but probably because I was born here and first 18, 19 years of my life was in here, I'm familiar with the language, I'm familiar with the people, their glances, their movements there. So I don't have to pay too much attention. Somehow I feel that. So something in me relaxes. Um, when I go back to the state, something in me relaxes too, because I have developed some other things over there. And And it reminds me, actually, coming back to India, it also always reminds me the power of work that we are doing. And the messages of simplicity, messages of being of service, messages of being quiet, messages of doing inner work. And this is really needs to be propagated in India now. So... I feel to people who come in contact with me here, just to stress the importance of those things. If you look nowadays, many teachers, many gurus in India, just telling stories, singing songs and getting people worked up. Very few, few are really encouraging to just sit, be still, be calm, keep it simple. So I feel that my message here is very important. And that makes me feel good. I'm a little different than the rest, lots of people out there. Message of simplicity. Message of keep your practice so simple. Doesn't need to be gods, goddesses, and temples, this, that. Everything is within you. You don't need to do anything. Just be calm. Simple messages. So I feel the message that I bring here from living in the West is important. And the message that I give in the West is important. So it really makes me feel good that way. The young men at the Bal Ashram can run the place by themselves without anybody. And I'm very proud to see these boys that uh, we have done a good work. 
If there were no grown-ups here, probably they'll be happier. <laughs> but you need one or two old ones sitting around somewhere. And as long as one or two old ones are somewhere, things keep moving. But they're good. A few of the boys have gone out. They're going into colleges and um, more are getting ready. They're finding their purpose. They're finding their direction. Some are lost. A couple of them are lost too. And But they know this is their home and they come keep running back here. And... And as most of you know, that we cannot take orphan, uh, orphans now. So we were thinking about changing the direction. Now we are going to turn it into a um, home for children from poor families who cannot put them through school. So we are going to open up the room and board here, um, take on their expenses of their education and so that's the direction we are going right now. <clears throat> so the boys will be always here. Girls will be always there at Shantini Ketan. The only thing is that um, they have to be brought in here by their parents and left in our custody. Then we don't have to deal with the Indian government and their bureaucracy. Because dealing with the Indian bureaucracy can be a job for a team, full-time job that we don't have. Did that answer that question or I can elaborate? I can keep speaking about that because my mind is all in it. So <clears throat> I think uh, anything you want to say. Oh, uh, there is a question. How many kids live there? They're around 20 right now. And there are always a few going and coming back. So the number keeps fluctuating. The old ones who have gone out, if they are on vacation time, this is their home. That's where they come. So that's also nice to see. There are uh, several shares about um, how much it, people were moved by your story of the noise and finding a space to connect to stillness and many, many thanks about your how heart opening it is to be with you today and your gratitude for your teachings. There's almost too many to share. And, you know, like where I am sitting right now, in the scriptures, it's written where the Ganges, the holy river Ganges flows north, sun is rising in the east. It's a very sacred, energetically sacred space to do spiritual work. And on the same spot where our ashram is, for thousands of years, yogis have sat on the bank of the Ganga and have received much from this place. 
Varanasi, the holy city of Varanasi is the hub of the spiritual work in India. The oldest living city on planet Earth where spirituality has been practiced. So yes, there is lots of noise and turbulence and loudspeakers and DJ. You know what DJ is? <laughs> what is kya DJ? Disco jockey. Disco jockey. Here they call DJ. And it's like big speakers. Boom, 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 boom. And it really, I mean, you feel it. You move your body with it. Whether you want to move it or not, you are pushed by that sound. It's so boom, boom, on heart, in the mind, everywhere. But kids love it. And so all that is happening. But just through the meditation or through sitting, just taking your mind to what was happening here 150 years ago. Even that thought sometimes takes you there. Wherever your mind is, that becomes your reality. So take your mind 150 years back. You're sitting on this spot. Let your imagination run. Richard Mendelssohn, it's good to see you. Nice to see you too, Baba. Uh, thanks for this satsang. It's really uh, heartwarming. Uh, good to hear about the boys. Glad that you're having a great time there. It just, I've just been thinking about, you know, do we get stuck in our ways and the role, the role of multiculturalism and travel? And then I realize you don't need to go anywhere. It is a state of mind. You can do all the work sitting right in your own home. And yeah, it's powerful. Thank you for your thoughts today. And we do need little reminders, you know, that's where the Sangha is important and important and um, looking at everybody sitting in different parts of the country and the world. And we are thinking about and talking and contemplating about these things, reminding each other and uh, technology is here that enables us to do these kind of things. But the technology could be a problem too. Too much looking at your phone, too much media, too much this and that. So we have all the blessings on how we manage our blessings. That is very important. Thank you, Richard. Thank you. Shiva is doing great. Good. I know you, you sponsored his education and he's running the whole hospital. Great to this hear. Little boy, yeah, this little boy who was four years old when he came, you know, um, malnutritioned and but now he's the manager of the hospital and you know what he does every day what's that he's very different from the rest of the boys he will not leave his room unless he's well dressed <laughs> i can't wait to be at his future wedding <laughs> i'm looking forward to that <laughs> He takes pride in it, you know, he, this is his hospital and, and he lives there. He has a room even in the hospital. And so he's there 24 hours and we call him the boss. He's the boss. <laughs> All the boys even call him the boss. <laughs> nice to hear. And uh, 
it has been a journey. You know, we have built this ashram over the last um, 20, 25 years. And when I came here first looking for a little place where we could build a little home for the children in need, this was the biggest open door, outdoor toilet. People will come and just relieve themselves on the bank of the river and we had to, people who are there, they had to clean it with their own bare hands. They didn't have any gloves. That was the first Aghor practice. And today, this is like one of the most beautiful spots in the whole city of Varanasi. Because of the initiatives we have brought, the things we have taught to keep things tidy and clean and green and nice looking and here are the fireworks. <laughs> and uh, so we have done a great job here. It's small, but it's a good model. Babaji? Yes, Howie. I want to thank you for this wonderful satsang. And it took me back to the same feelings I've had there with the noise and the craziness and and the inner peace that's there and in the sanctum of the Bala ashram i remember when we first went there and i'm just so happy to see all the growth and the young boys being men and all your programs continuing there and just want to thank you for everything baba now i want to focus on girls too so because looking at all the girls that came from Shanti Niketan, they are getting of age and they need to be uh, trained and some vocational trainings. And one wants to become an air hostess, one wants to become a nurse, one wants to become a policewoman. So I said, okay, that's great. <laughs> Many wants to become doctors and nurses and um, mm -hmm. Chartered accountants, uh, CPA. So they have nice aspirations, you know. So that's one thing I want to focus on girls now and maybe put them through their education, whatever it needs. We'll probably create a uh, school fund for them. Yes, Howie, you were here with me when we had come here for the first time to when we found yes. the land. And I remember, Baba, very well. Yes. Please Has give my pranam to everyone. Richard and Marcy. Namaste, Babaji. We're there you with you. Everything you're we... saying, it's beautiful to have the you know, just to feel all the energy and what you're describing and hearing from Richard and Howie, it's, we're all part of that too. So it's really special. For those of you who don't know, Richard and Marcy lived here for a year. They put their daughter in an Indian school and closed their house in Massachusetts and came and lived here for a year. So mm -hmm. they're very well loved and remembered here. Mm -hmm. Now they have become grandparents. Yeah. <laughs> just 
Makes me want to come back soon to India. We'll, we'll do our best sometime to get there again. Come, come, it's here. We have created it. So let's enjoy it. And today's teaching at the Bal Ashram was life is short. That was the reading here today. Kya tha ji? Jeevan? Jeevan chhan bhangur hai. Life is short. Here, aage? Do not get caught up in small things. Oh, oh human, worship the Divine Mother. When are you going to worship the Divine Mother? So sometimes we say, yeah, I have to do the work, but I'm too busy right now. I have no time. I will do the work when I have a little more time. But today's teaching was you do not have time unless you find it every day. Mm -hmm. Five minutes, 10 minutes, half an hour, whatever it takes. To, so do not postpone it. Keep it every day. Who is in the temple in the Sonoma Ashram? I see a few people. Can somebody come to camera? Brian? Hello, Babaji. Namaste. Jishu uh, is here. Brad is here. Patty and Stuart. Jishnu is there. Pahunch gaye? Chaliye. Nice. It's nice to have you there. Ron, how are you? <clears throat> Doing well, Baba. Uh, Amy and I just returned from Thailand. Um, I think it was this morning, last night. So we were one time zone away. Um, things are going well and uh, looking forward to coming out to India in January. Uh, so for those of you who do not know Ron, Ron Barrett uh, did his PhD on Aghor and he wrote a beautiful book called Aghor Medicine. And um, somebody, if you want to read a little bit more, that's a beautiful little book. And Ron, did you send me a box? Uh, I did, Baba. Uh, we sent you. Uh, I sent you a box. I think uh, a couple of months ago. So, I believe Shannon has distributed the. Uh, okay, we'll have to check if we got it. Stuart, uh, can I you think. I think it was received. I, I got an email. Okay, that's a beautiful book, Aghor Medicine, and that will give you a little bit more uh, insight. It was a great pleasure. It was with your blessing and you opened many doors and it was a great uh, privilege to do that work. Um, I'm looking forward to, uh, I was there with Howie when we first saw that plot of land 20 something years ago and uh, got to see the first few stages, but uh, it sounds like it's really blossomed. I'm looking forward to, to seeing what's come of it. Uh, I know that Maya is very keen to spending some time there as well. She'll be coming with me. I know. Maya is going to come and do some work here. Maya was not even born there. Born 
when Ron was here. So it's the next generation coming and it really makes me feel good. I also really liked your story about uh, the challenge of the external world. And I was thinking of Benares and how it's a very spiritual place, but it also tested my spirit a few times. So um, with some amusement, but also heartfelt. Yeah, thank you. Dadu, are you at Upasana? Unmute yourself, Dadu. Okay. Can you hear me now, Babaji? Yes. I can hear you all the time, even when you are not speaking. <laughs> that seems to be a theme around here. <laughs> yeah, I'm here and Carol's here. I think Is even... Carol in silence or Carol is speaking? I'm speaking. Pranam, Babaji. <laughs> it's hot here. We had to turn the air conditioner on, and I'm sure you guys are cold there. We got a fire going. <laughs> I see. Yeah. Everything good at Upasana? Everything's good, yeah. It's, uh, it's just starting to get colder up here now. I see. Mm -hmm. Did I see Shubal somewhere? Yes, Baba. I didn't see you. How was your stay at Upasana? Austere and beautiful. Very austere, very confrontational with nature. I sort of, at a certain point, there's a place where you can look out over the ocean and you're surrounded by these giant trees. Just feel so close to um, who I am, just was a beautiful, beautiful two days. Well, if you want to confront with nature, come to Benares. Is it nature or is it humanity? Well, everything, mosquitoes, monkeys, dogs, humans, noise, that forces you to retrieve to yourself. That's why India is great catalyst. It forces you to. Once I was in Calcutta and I was going to a Kali temple and to go down in the temple, you have to go down the steps. And I went in and there was a crowd. I went in the middle and I got claustrophobic and I wanted to turn around and leave. But I looked back and I could not leave. And there were so many people in there that my feet was not touching the ground. I was up in the air, just moving with the crowd. And I panicked. That was the moment to remember what you teach, breathe. A total surrender. That was the moment I have experienced surrender. I just let go, start, stopped fighting, just closed my eyes and took a few deep breaths. Next, when I opened my eyes, I was in front of the statue where I was going. And then I was carried away, pushed by this. So things happen. 
Um, in India, you are pushed sometimes to just surrender. I know Subali have been trying to surrender for a long time, but when you are really ready, we'll bring you to Banaras and leave you here. That's where I, <laughs> that's where I will end up. It's physical body anyway. Be well. Love, Baba. Love you. Thank you, everyone. It has been beautiful to see you, and I see many faces that I can call, sit and talk with you. And uh, but I know it's time for you to do many things. Unless anybody has anything else to say, I will say goodbye to you all. And Namaste, Baba. Namaste. Mark, it's good to see you. All your footage of India are getting old now. Yeah, so am I. <laughs> I have an idea about that. Okay. I think we can put it all on a server. All of it. All right. So we'll talk once I come back. But um, Niraj Babu, how are you? Babaji, बिल्कुल ठीक हूँ। मैं आऊँगा आपको मिलने बाबाजी। अच्छा, आएंगे? बारह तारीख को आऊँगा। अच्छा, बारह को ठीक है। Let's take a moment to just close our eyes, and we connect across the oceans. May the vibrations of peace emanating from our heart cover the whole planet. May there be peace. Thank you all very much.